Good evening, everybody. This is your commish. Back from the dead. Took me a little bit of time to climb out of that hole that I found myself in. A deep, deep, dark, lonely pit of despair that I found myself in after not even having a chance to defend my title. But such is the life of fantasy football. And like a phoenix, I will rise from the ashes. Congratulations, of course, to our new champion, Sugar Shane Alexander. Congratulations on becoming the second owner ever. Say, Miles, that clap wasn't for you, it was for Shane. The second owner ever to repeat as champion in this eighth inaugural season. Congratulations, Shane. Congratulations, sort of, to everybody else. Good job, Nikki, for getting second, despite having a roster that was really just lackluster altogether. Um, and congratulations, Jeff, for doing minimal work and still getting your money back. You really disappointed Rob there. But hey, Rob, you know what? Came back strong. You had a great team after a, a rough second-place finish last year. You came back firing on all cylinders. So congratulations to you two as well, despite the fourth-place finish. And everybody else, we obviously have some work to do. So with that... I thought it would be a good time for me to just throw out some rule changes that I was thinking about. Uh, hey, Miles, you going to be okay down here, buddy? So, rule changes. Ooh, I'm sorry, buddy. I just scared the shit out of my dog. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. It's rule changes. Uh, so, I wanted to get these out of my head, get these onto the pod, some of my proposed rules for next season. League was competitive this year. Everybody was roughly around the same record, very close playoff races. Miles, if you keep biting me, I'm going to rip your skull out. Um, so everyone's pretty competitive. Looking back at it, though, a lot of people were competitive without doing anything, uh, which to me is an issue. It is my responsibility to make sure that everybody is playing up to the highest standard possible. And I think with the current setup with two flex spots, six bench spots, and two IR spots, it basically allowed everybody to just hold on to all-stars uh, the entire season. You know, Shane's team is a perfect example. Now, Shane had an excellent draft. But if you look at it, his core team was basically the same. He really never had to change too, too much. Um, and then other people, you know, they were able to finish either just inside the playoffs with minimal uh, participation Checking on things and making some swaps Sunday, but really that's it. So as a commission, looking for a little bit more effort, looking to make it a little bit more challenging. So I've got a few ideas that could help that. Uh, first off, one idea, same as last year, I would like to expand it to a 12-team league, get some new blood in, keep people a little bit more engaged, and make it a little bit more competitive. 12 is usually the ideal league size if you're looking for a challenging league. Typically, the 10-team league, there's just too many good players to go around. So it, a lot boils down to just who you end up drafting and whether it works out or not. So that's one. Obviously, if we can vote to expand, we'll figure out some way to get candidates in. I have a couple in mind. If other people do too, then certainly you are able to nominate somebody. But that's one rule I really would like to push forward. The other 
is to reduce the bench spots, keeping in line with the same thought as the last rule change. It's too easy to hang on to players. So with the COVID rules kind of changing and COVID in general, getting a little bit better with the vaccines, I'm going to reduce the IR spots back down to one anyways. But as far as a permanent roster change, Miles, if you bite my thumb off, I'm going to bite your thumb off. But with the permanent COVID changes, I'm going to reduce the IRR spots, and then I'd like to reduce the bench spots by one. Now, five bench spots might seem scary, two flex, but the thing is, with the two flex, it really means that anybody on your bench can help you out. So plenty of flexibility. It's not like you've got to hold a kicker. Uh, you really don't need to hold multiple tight ends, nothing like that. So five still gives you plenty of flexibility. You'll have the one IR spot to hold on to stars that get hurt. Uh, but that's that. And the last rule that I want to get out of my head right now, this is being recorded just after the season end, I kind of want to make this a keeper league. Um, we can start with a one-player keeper. So for those of you that don't know what a keeper league is, a keeper league effectively, depending how many players are in it, so let's say it's a one-player uh, keeper league, each team gets to choose one player on their roster at the end of the year and keep them for their team next year. Now, the way that works is there's a deadline you have to declare your keeper by, and you get to keep them at whatever draft round you got them in. So, for example, and I don't have the draft in front of me, let's say Rob drafted Debo Samuel in the seventh round, right? Might have gone somewhere around there. And Rob says, you know what? Debo's a badass. I want to keep Debo for my team. Rob can now automatically make his seventh round pick the next year, Debo Samuel. Right? So where if you didn't keep him, maybe he goes in the first three rounds. Now Rob can hold him in the seventh. And every team gets to do that with one player. That's how a keeper works. But it's nice because the teams that are eliminated still have something to manage going forward. They can still think about it. And that includes trades, right? So I could trade for Debo Samuel and then keep him in the seventh myself, right? So it's a little bit of fun, fun little wrinkle. You're able to keep some sort of continuity from one year to the next. Definitely something I think people would be interested in. Makes a lot of fun. Um, but it's not like it's a dynasty where you have to pay attention in the offseason. So something to consider, something else we'll vote on, and we will take it from there. With that, that is all I got for right now. Uh, thinking about a few ideas for the pod, I might kick around the idea of doing a team-by-team -team season review really depends if I just want to relive this season or not. And, you know, it's almost like putting work in to torture myself. But it could be pretty interesting, so I'm kicking around that idea. Um, if anybody has suggestions for the league, please let me know. And other than that, we will talk later. See ya.